This is Talking Points, a public affairs podcast from Lessig and Camber Communications, presenting issues and ideas that are impacting Ohio and other regions of the country. Welcome to Talking Points. This is Mark Rickle with Lessig Camper Communications. In our last podcast, we spoke with Great River Connections Academy principal and school leader Jason Swinehart about school choice and what that means from a school's point of view. Uh, school choice uh, is the process of allowing every family to choose the K-12 educational options that best fit their children. And uh, every, every child is unique. Um, they learn differently and, and, and some, some need a different learning environment to succeed. So that's what really school choice is all about. Uh, National School Choice Week is the week of June, or January 23rd. So we wanted to continue the conversation and, and we're pleased to have with us today is uh, Rose Lynn from uh, Salem, Ohio. Um, in 2018, the Lynn family was among the first families to enroll their child or their children in Great River Connections Academy when the first uh, when the school first started uh, serving students. According to Rose, they, they chose a full-time online school because as local business owners, they found the flexible schedule enabled their family to have more time together. Since then, all five children uh, in the Lynn family have attended Great River Connections Academy with their oldest, Angelina, graduating last spring and is now a freshman at Kent State University. Uh, Rose believes that uh, learning from home has given uh, she and her husband, Joseph, the opportunity to learn so much about their children their learning styles and how they need to be engaged. Uh, Rose, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, how are you today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? Good, thank you. Now good. we'll just jump right into it. From your uh, family standpoint, uh, the decision to enroll your children in Great River Connections Academy, which is an online um, public charter school, it, it, as we've discussed, it's not an easy one to make, but uh, talk a little bit about that decision-making process. It definitely uh, wasn't an easy decision to make. Any large decision, excuse me, about your children's education isn't one um, that is taken lightly. A lot of research went into it. Um, Finding a good fit, not just for one student, but for five, um, is a really hard task. Um, We had five kids going to four different schools. Um, Two of them needed advanced placement. One needed assistance with reading, and the other one was preparing to start College Credit Plus classes. So it was definitely a little stressful finding a fit for all five of them. Um, I also had a hard line drawn in the sand. Um, I really wanted all of them to attend the same school. And it was really important for me and my husband um, for that to happen. Part of me acknowledged that I was asking a lot with that. Um, the other part of me had to be sure that there was something out there that could fit our family like ours. Um, it's it's difficult to ask for something like that, but it shouldn't have been impossible. You know, talk a little bit about onboarding at Great River Connections Academy. I mean, you, uh, as we all did mostly, is understand what a traditional school model looks like with the kids in a classroom with their peers, a yeah. teacher at the front of the class, um, you know, providing a curriculum. Um, did you know what you were getting into when you were enrolling? I definitely had an idea. Um, I, I did my due diligence. I did my research. Um, I kind of knew what we were getting into. It, explaining that to the kids, you know, kind of giving them an idea of what it would be like. 
it definitely they had to experience it to understand it for sure and they all really jumped into it very well um only one of them was like I missed my friends um but that was you know an easy thing to to get through part of the transition that I found to be super super important was to make sure that we didn't cut them off socially like changing their education is one thing um but it was still very important for them to still be involved in sports still you know see their friends um it was very different but for instance the um every day they have I forget what it's called now that I'm on the spot how funny is that but they have like a live lesson basically is what it's called um and that's basically the equivalent of you know being in a classroom in front of the teacher um it's virtual but the teacher still has expectations for every student um so they still get questions um they still have to read so in some sense it was very different but in other senses it was you know still school and and we've also talked about this too is that you know with your situation uh you know you and and joseph are uh own your own business and it was a business that a lot of spare time you were working and you needed this environment where you could have the flexibility of school schedule so that the family could spend more time together but in this situation too, at, at, at a school like Great River Connections Academy, the parents are considered their learning coaches. And right. there's a very, um, almost a requirement that the parents be very involved in, in their children's education. Talk a little bit about that and, and being more involved in your child's education. It was honestly welcomed, um, to be truthful with you, because you know we, we knew of you know weaknesses that each student had. We knew, you know, really strong points that each one of them had, but we were really surprised to see them in action. Um, And I think one of the hard things is like, I did not learn common core math um, going to school. So that was one of the things where when we would sit down and help with that, it was, okay, I'm the learning coach. I should know common core math, but to put that pressure on yourself is not necessary because the teachers there are incredibly accommodating and they welcome questions. They want the parents to have a relationship with them. Um, They want the kids to be able to send them a message. And now it's wonderful that they even have a texting um, communication back and forth because most kids now have cell phones. So the teachers have a line that they're able to text with kids um, and they can ask very simple questions that the learning coach might not know. (laughs) And for me, it was definitely common core math. Um, But it was really welcoming to kind of see what went into everything and especially from I believe our younger ones were in third grade when they got enrolled um and our daughter you know at the higher end of the spectrum in high school um so we were really spread out and getting to see the inner core of you know helping her find scholarships and different things like that where she still had a counselor who was wonderful through Great Rivers um but we could still see what was going on and you know encourage her to, you know, try this school and try that school, even though it was across the country, you know, why not try for it? Um, So it was an incredible experience to have a child graduate and be able to help her, you know, be in, get your hands really dirty in it. Um, So we've really got to see it spread out. Now we have a freshman in high school and he's, um, you know, a completely different student than his sister is, but it's still so wonderful like I'm learning from him his um 
he's taking um, sign language right now. So how cool is that? Like, I obviously don't know sign language, but, you know, he teaches me stuff. So it's a completely right. different perspective. That, that's, a, that's, that's very interesting. And uh, the students at, at a school like, like this, I've heard uh, often um, parents and even the students say that they become very um, self-motivated. Uh, they become individual learners. Uh, they, they learn a lot of skills as far as time management because it is a very flexible schedule. You know, talk a little bit about the daily schedule of, 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 of you know, any one of your children, but, you know, what have you seen as far as them as developing as individual learners? I think that that's actually something that we welcomed right off the bat when we joined Great Rivers was we're, we're still very strict as far as they have their daily assignments that they, that they do each day, but they have the freedom that if they want to start the day off with math, they can start the day off with math. If it's not their strong suit, they can end the day with math if they want to save that for last. It's really independent to what they're feeling. If they're feeling like, I'm just not feeling well, I need to lay down and take a nap right now. And they're feeling better and they can get up and do their math, you know, with everything in them versus, you know, not giving 100%. Um, you know, they're able to express what they need more so um, in this environment. And that was very important for not just one or all, but all of them, um, even though they're all very different learners and very different students, um, we're all, you know, different creatures. So it's, it's really important to give them that bit of freedom where they still have their curriculum that they have to do regardless, but they get to decide, I want to get my book report completely out of the, out of, you know, out of my way and get it done this morning. Um, and then to save the easy stuff, you know, it's, it's interesting how um, each one of them likes to schedule themselves. And I think that that teaches them also some independence and some skills with um, time management um, that they might not have gotten the opportunity in brick and mortar school. Great. Um, the, obviously, the last couple of years have been quite the challenge yeah. um, for, you know, regardless if it's a, a traditional school, um, online school, um, it's been it's been challenging for parents um, The the pandemic has caused so much uncertainty. Um, you know, and now we're talking about, you know, you know, we're as we start into the new year and, and you know, the, the, the variant continues to have an impact. Uh, you know, schools are having to make decisions, you know, whether it's a masking mandate, uh, maybe some temporary time of learning remotely. Um, but that uncertainty has put uh, online learning kind of on a, um, you know, in the in the spotlight of what that means in a, in a truly online learning environment. So, you know, that's got also parents thinking about well, what alternatives are there. And as we're talking about school choice week, what would be your recommendation for um, a family that is considering making a move, making a change? Like we said at the beginning, it's not an easy decision to make. So what, what would be your advice? Definitely to be open-minded. It is very different, um, but welcome the change. Um, because it is wonderful to be open-minded to it and see that my child is learning a little bit differently, but this could actually be very beneficial um, in several different ways. And like I said before, every child is different. Um, so I think that that's a huge consideration. And 
asking a lot of questions too, because you'd really be surprised at some of the answers. Um, you know, when we made the tradition, or excuse me, the transition over um, to online school, um, we got a lot of questions, you know, why and how and how this all works. And um, everyone's really surprised to see that my daughter attended, you know, pre-pandemic, of course, attended all of the high school dances. Um, our son plays in the varsity soccer team. Um, you know, just because they learn different doesn't mean that their lives completely changed. Um, you know, we're still very involved in community things. And um, I think that's really important, too, if you're considering transitioning um, to a different learning experience to understand that just because learning looks different doesn't mean that everything has to be different. Um, you know, they still, I kind of feel like my kids get the best of both worlds, to be honest, because they still get to, you know, have all the friends and do all the things. Um, but they get to learn more catered to them. Um, and they're still in, you know, normal classes and they still have a normal curriculum that they, fo that they follow. Um, but they, they have a little more control in, you know, how they do that. And I'm incredibly grateful for that. And I, I think that the pandemic, as unfortunate as it was, kind of opened the doors to shining new light on what we do, what, you know, what our family does as far as how we learn. And um, everybody had their own opinion on online schooling. And for some people, it's just not for them. Um, but you know, it really worked for us. Um, I kind of felt like I won the lottery as far as time management goes with my family, because when you have five kids in public school, you know, there's a lot, you know, that you can't control and owning your own business like we do. Um, you know, putting everything into perspective, you know, it's really a great thing for us. And I think some people would be surprised to see that um, your child still gets a quality education. And I think Angelina has been a prime example how she's going to Kent State and we're incredibly proud of her. And it, she had a lot of hard work in there too, but the education is still, you know, right up there. Great. Well, Rose, uh, I don't want to take any more of your time, but thank you so much um, for sharing your story, sharing your perspective and thoughts. Um, you know, it, it, it's uh it is a hard decision and uh, appreciate you uh, uh, talking to us about, you know, how getting through that and, and, and how the kids have, have benefited. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, you have a great evening. You too, Mark. Thanks.